0: Hey everybody! Welcome to the second episode of uh, *Simmer Dare* epilogue, featuring a strong and stirring defense of the uh, the fine 1987 Gonzo sexy time action comedy (laughs) drama, whatever. Uh, *Hard Ticket to Hawaii* from Jan Vandenhemel. Hi. And emceed by me, Byron Hussey. Hi, Byron. Hey Jan, and happy birthday! Thank you. Very special day.
1: Yeah. Closer to death. Right. Really, something to celebrate.
0: Yeah, and 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 it's it's the kind of day where it makes you glad that you got a chance to devote some percentage of your total time on Earth watching Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Yep. Like you won't.
1: Not a lot of not a lot of time, but. Uh... Yeah, let's just say I watched I watched enough of it to. Uh,
0: you you watched the whole the thing idea. from beginning to end, and and you will render a very um, well reasoned. I, well, I
1: watched it at least five times, of course. Uh, <laughs>
0: really... Some of it
1: in slow motion to make sure I didn't miss anything, and then I read the the transcripts. Yeah. And the first drafts of the script as well. I'm to to make sure I really understood where the director was going and.
0: Yeah. You know, What's his name again? Um, Sidaris. Andy Sidaris. Yeah,
1: uh, Andy Sidaris.
0: Yeah, I'm embarrassed to admit that um, the effort required for me to um, record these things and also sort of uh, think of funny things to say uh, gives me almost zero retention of (laughs) the actual (laughs) sort of movie, the the, the plot points, the character names, any, uh, you know... It's like my mind can only really muster sort of a a visceral sort of reptilian response to what I'm seeing in the moment. But um, (laughs) it's probably not important for me to really uh, get a really academic kind of um, uh, well-engrossed reaction.
1: What what did you think of it? I mean, did did you think it was a good B-movie at least?
0: Yeah, I guess so. I mean... um, I think that, I, I think it was uh, silly enough to not mm-hmm. be embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, like they, they, they were clearly not trying to be the next, you know. Citizen Kane. Yeah, it was like, oh, this is going to be goofy. There's going to be yeah. nudity and, and some crazy action. So, I mean, I mm-hmm. think it, it gets points for not being, at least being a little bit self-aware yeah but I mean, well, I'll,
1: I'll, I'll tell you something else I also give it points for not being too self aware like I watched a bunch of trailers recently from like the Asylum and uh, the new roger corman movie yeah uh apparently Roger Corman is still alive and making movies by the way <laughs> no and idea. uh they're so self aware they're like haha we get it we're yeah. making mugbusters and it's like a shark uh pus shark versus uh Crocodile, sheep, or whatever. Yeah, right. It's just really—it's too much. It's too much. I liked it more when they didn't know they
0: were making those kind of movies. I I think that that level of sort of meta, ironic B movie (laughs) making didn't exist yet at this point, and that's as as close as it came. Where it was like, I mean, it's—it's like they knew they were making something sort of pointless and sleazy, but they still stuck to the template and they were still in earnest making a sleazy movie. Yeah, it wasn't like we aren't serious about this it's just we know it'll make a few bucks and we're you know Mm -hmm. this is just the kind of cats we are so you they made
1: a bunch of them i think they made like 10 almost the same kind of adventure movies and
0: yeah uh you mean the uh that's that's impressive by itself the sedaris team yeah yeah it seemed like uh they're rattling off a whole bunch in the beginning with that awkward scene with the um what would you call her the, the victim? Oh right,
1: yeah. When they introduced the movie. That's yeah. Uh, was, she that was the that was the worst that was the creepiest part of the movie
0: I would say. Yeah, it was it was, um, it was like he kept touching her, which was uh, <laughs> sort of like you know, it's like on screen sexual harassment. But um I guess I guess in like in in certain industries it's uh sort of shrugged at um mm. as it, was, it was sort of borderline uh, porno Feel to it, but then without yeah. the without the without the payoff. But
1: uh, about that, I mean, at least it isn't. I mean, that's true. They could have just made that as well. Just made it a really disgusting, creepy porno or something. And then yeah. They still put in some effort to make some kind of I don't know, a team esque action stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think. I mean, I think we were talking about the the porn element last week. Like yeah. the, the, the yeah. comparison of. So we were talking about the, there were some some brief nudity and and mm-hmm. um, sex scenes in Urban Warriors, which are you know pretty perfunctory mm-hmm. to the to the story, but but uh, titillating all the same, or intended to be titillating. <laughs> and then the sort of I, I sure. I've always been sort of a little bit um, mystified by the, this tendency mm-hmm. to t- sort of make these these sort of sleazy things, where it's like it has yeah. no value other than clearly this sort of titillating, so why don't they just go all the way and just make these, like, strictly adult movies? Yeah, Uh, that's
1: what what some... You know that, um, for example, uh, Lars von Trier does that? He makes, like, really uh, serious... Series movies like, uh, you know, Dancer in the Dark. And then he uses the same set and just uh, shoots, like, an adult movie.
0: (laughs) I didn't know that. Did you
1: know about that? I don't think people in in America really know about that. But he also makes adult movies. But are they... And, uh, like, he literally uses... Like, there's a scene in Bjork is really sad in prison and stuff. And then they just painted that set, like, pink, and they made, like, a girls in prison
0: uh well, are <laughs> those movie. but are those sleazy movies are they still are they i mean it's no, no, like, they're
1: they're just the full-on hardcore
0: but are, is there any sort of like story or is it just this is strictly porno- pornography No bones there's about a little it.
1: there's a little bit of story in them it's like um you know like a women in prison movies from the 70s or something like right that. He's, a re- he's really into that apparently
0: well, that's interesting. I had no idea he yeah. was a part. He, he
1: has his own company making those kind of things. As well.
0: He probably makes a lot of most of his money makes that sense, way, right? right? I mean, it's sort of like a side job.
1: Yeah, it's it supports the artistic projects.
0: Right. So this, uh, I think, this movie was has been. Um, I think the one of the reasons that B. Bars picked it is that he had seen some uh, some of the the moments from it, sort of uh, memeified. And uh, sort of broken right. out and played on YouTube, and I think, I think something awful did some kind of write up yeah. on it, which I I I didn't read, but I saw sort of a link to it. Mm. Um, but so, what did you think of this movie in that regard? Sort of breaking it out and sort of taking these ridiculous scenes like the razor blade frisbee decapitation, <laughs> sort of out of context.
1: Um. Uh... I like that it's, it works in that kind of um, B movie way without being too tongue in cheek, and uh, I don't really think that it's really the best B movie ever because some people say that it is. Like in all those lists, it's always at number one. Right. But uh, it's, uh, uh, yeah, it it looks nice. It's a little hyperbolic uh, to say it's the best B movie ever. People people in it aren't super ugly. Yeah, uh, like they often are in this kind of movie. Uh, some handsome dudes in it and handsome chicks. Yeah. And, uh,
0: some beefcakes. Some beefcakes
1: cake. and uh, surfer girls and yeah. uh, and snakes. Before it was cool.
0: Yeah. This is a precursor. before, to, before uh, Samuel L. Jackson got annoyed by them. Yeah. Already snakes on a plane. Snakes on, uh, in uh, I don't know snakes, snakes in, in, in Hawaii. Hawaii. I guess. <laughs> so 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 out there. You could imagine snakes in Hawaii. <laughs> so, uh,
1: oh, yeah. I, I should talk about the, some IMDb trivia here that I found. Uh, please. Because uh, some years ago, your brother and I wrote a script uh, for a time travel movie. I remember. Do you know about this, it was a very uh, complex script, very, very complex plot.
0: Yeah, what was, uh, it, and, what was it called, the movie? Did it have a title? It was
1: called... Yeah, it was called a copy paste because it was a reference to like the sort of like the copy pasting teleporting process of the characters and, That's and right. so on. And uh, we got pretty far in pre-production; like the script was fully finished, and I was kind of casting actors in Belgium, mm-hmm. which is always tricky. <laughs> and uh, one young lady uh, presented herself. Um, I don't know if I should say her name, but She's now in uh, a very long running uh, soap series here in Belgium. Ah, Big star. And so is Ron Moss, who is the lead character in uh, Hard Ticket to Hawaii. He's also in that Belgian soap show now.
0: Is he a Belgian or is he just an American that could only find work in Belgium?
1: He's playing an American character, Ian.
0: Ian, that must be quite Uh, a coup i land. have no
1: idea why he decided to move to belgium to be in a soap show but
0: uh you know uh, opportunity knocks and <laughs> maybe nobody would Moss. have him after
1: uh hard ticket to hawaii but that's not true because he's a very famous uh, actor Wait, he's, in is, soap shows is
0: anyway. he famous um in in belgium
1: uh i think he's he's famous anywhere for people who like uh, soap opera because he was in uh what was it? The bold and the beautiful, or oh, something like that. okay, that makes okay. sense. So he's sort of like just he, a. a he's, he's the guy who has a very, uh, like, the most profound cheek line in history of uh, humanity.
0: <laughs> Did he win the the daytime? He, he
1: almost looks like you know, Have you seen uh, like a Fist of the North Star? I've it's seen like very, uh, pictures. Very of violent. The, uh, the characters. It's like it's like if somebody like. Uh, punched his face from two sides, and his face is completely deformed. That's just what he looks like. Yeah,
0: but but okay. I, I've never seen it, but I know that the characters do have very tall, <laughs> tall faces and high cheekbones in The, the Fifth of the North. He,
1: looks, he looks like uh, that kind of
0: person. Did he win the Daytime Emmy for highest, uh, best, cheekbones? Best, best cheekbones? I believe
1: he did, that's right, yeah.
0: <laughs> so this, so, so, he, so Ron Moss is his name? Ron Moss. Ron Moss. Yeah. So shout out to Ron Moss. Soap staple, okay. Bolden the Beautiful, and the um, what's the what's the Belgian uh, soap he's on? What's that called?
1: It's called uh, family. 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 Okay. That's Family is the, the Dutch sort of name, but really, it's, a, it's, very, it's very, very big here, and it's the first thing my colleagues all talk about on Monday morning.
0: So it's a um, so it's like a uh, so it's pretty popular even among sort of hip young it's a,
1: cool. in belgium it's a very popular yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: so what would you say the modern comparison would be because i feel like people don't talk about soap operas when they come into work here like may- maybe no. some middle-aged ladies still do but i feel like they've fallen vastly out of favor in, 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 compared <laughs> to like something like the walking dead or or yeah, reality you prov- the they also
1: watch they also watch all those shows they just right. watch everything i guess and uh, but family it's like it's a Belgian thing so they can relate to it a little bit more right. I guess.
0: I wonder if it's more like something
1: because we don't really have uh, we don't have like the Flemish Walking Dead or you know right really some... of stuff.
0: the Flemish 24 we don't I feel like that's, that's somebody's leaving that money on the table that'd be a <laughs> a good because uh, that's a whole it's a whole like sort of um, genre of television that's just cropped up in the last few years sort of this very yeah. big budget but sort of um Lowest common denominator targeted, uh, um, but it also is uh, it, the, the Walking Dead also is pretty much is a soap opera. Um, yeah, but with zombies in go. it. Um, yeah. But you know, these days you also have shows like Grey's Anatomy and um, mm-hmm. Scandal, which are uh, also essentially soap operas, but they have you know, mm-hmm. higher production value than are on uh, in sure. prime time, so it may maybe Family mm-hmm. is is more in that vein, starring the the great Ron Moss
1: no it's really just a a very cheap looking uh, soap opera but i don't know they just they talk about it that like my colleague that they will talk about it as if those characters are real people so sometimes i'm really confused like are they talking are they gossiping about somebody who's like cheating on somebody else and then they say yeah and then she poisoned him and it's like wait a second (laughs) what are you talking about that soap (laughs) opera again
0: you start calling the police and then you realize Yeah, yeah, yeah what's the uh what's the belgian 911 is it uh is it
1: It's one one two.
0: One one two, okay. I guess that's I guess that's good enough. I don't think it's quite as good as nine one one, but um. (laughs)
1: Uh, Also, like uh, one good point for this movie is that everybody's uh, shooting bazookas and uh, Uzis. I think that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that was fun. Uh, I remember. There should be more
1: more Uzis in movies. I mean, that's. Yeah, I remember. It's like the best, the best weapon. As a kid
0: in the '80s, like bazookas and Uzis were. Mm -hmm. You would almost think that like every police man would have one in his trunk, just ready to go. They were just like a. In Belgium, they do. They have Uzis here. Yeah, you know, I've seen that in in Europe with just like sort of even like in like the airport, just they have in in Belgium.
1: Police, they have Uzis and they have um, uh, P90s, which is the gun that they use in um, Stargate.
0: It's like a. Um,
1: it's like a very science fictiony-looking gun. That's why they use it, as if it's like a futuristic gun. But that's just what the police here use.
0: <laughs> is it? Is it like a? Uh, are they? What? Why? Why are the uh, police so militarized there? I mean, I, I know we, we we talk about sort of having excessively militarized police in the U.S. after like 9/11, but I didn't I didn't realize yeah. they were so. Like, because in in U.K. they I think they just carry billy clubs, don't they?
1: Not anymore. (laughs) There's a lot of, uh, just a lot of terrorism and stuff. Constantly, every day, there's news about terrorists being caught. All those terrorists who who came from, uh, who blew up uh, places recently in Paris, they're all Belgian people.
0: Man, so this is a recent phenomenon or is it since like the, the train bombings? Since that Mm. stuff started happening?
1: I, I remember seeing people, cops carrying P-90s already like 10 years ago. It's just, just what they use sometimes oh, this is not not like standard it's just um, just think, once in a while you will I think see we've it.
0: gotten a little bit off course maybe <laughs> made me a little bit too dark for the uh for the hard, hard <laughs> ticket to Hawaii conversation um, steering things back Sorry. to the movie how did you, so was that the maybe the best scene that with the with the skateboarder being blown up by the bazooka or would you say the the frisbee or or something else
1: uh the frisbee scene had some funny dialogue yeah she says uh you have a nice ass and then she says
0: so do you <laughs> that's, pretty funny. that's pretty funny um yeah you don't you don't hear a lot of uh of uh men being compliment, complimented on their asses uh mm-hmm. these days you know
1: <laughs> there should be more of that in movies yeah. uh, so right.
0: what would your primary defense of um, this hard ticket to hawaii movie be like how, what would you say its it's, uh, its virtues are?
1: It doesn't look too cheap. It looks nice, shot yeah. on film. It has a nice poster. It's uh, it's exactly what it's trying to be. Mm-hmm. It succeeded in being. Uh, what it... it succeeds completely in trying to be a ridiculous movie with bazookas, UZIs, snakes, and uh, pretty girls. Yeah. Uh, Sit in Hawaii. Yeah. And exploding helicopters. That's also good.
0: Yeah, I agree. And, uh, so it's a good movie. You
1: always, you, you, you always need to have an exploding helicopter in a movie so that you can put it in the trailer.
0: Yeah. yeah, like why would you go to a movie if there wasn't at least one helicopter explosion?
1: Yeah, you know that that was actually a rule when uh, Roger Corman was uh, uh, making uh, movies in the 80s. Uh, I read uh, some famous director now, like uh, I don't know Bogdanovich or somebody like that, or. I uh, used to just uh, edit trailers for Roger Corman, and mm-hmm. the rule was there always had to be... He, like, had one shot of an exploding helicopter, and he made them put it in every trailer, <laughs> even if there was no, <laughs> no helicopter in the movie. So, like,
0: you almost don't even rule. notice it. Like, it just, it just sort of recedes. You would never remember when after you finished it. You'd be like, was well, <laughs> not yeah. there a he- helicopter, helicopter <laughs> going to explode? I paid to see a helicopter explode. Yeah. Gosh, darn That was it.
1: really a staple of the 80s, wasn't it? Like, yeah. Uh, I was a big into airwolf. I don't know if you ever watched it as a kid, but
0: i I didn't but I'm aware of it it's it was much... all
1: about exploding <laughs> helicopters basically. Oh, and there were, were movies like Blue and it's also completely about exploding helicopters,
0: yeah, and airwolf yeah, an itself was a helicopter right yeah, yeah so Airwolf was like fighting lots of other helicopters and they would be they would explode yeah 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 airwolf is might be a good i've never so, i've never seen airwolf
1: anything. is it's one of those series where like they fight criminals, but only if they have helicopters. Right, like, <laughs> like there will be a show about boats, and they would only fight <laughs> boat criminals. Or...
0: Right, like night boat.
1: Like as soon as soon as they get off the boat and they take a bus, they're like, crap, they're out of our jurisdiction.
0: It's not my jurisdiction. He's not in a helicopter anymore. It's and they like, also they can report the traffic too while they're up there. Might as well. Yeah. Okay, so um, I think it's about, uh, do you think this is, do you think there's enough hard ticket to why Sorry, I couldn't hear you. This, you think this is enough hard? This is, we probably nailed it, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, we nailed it. Perfect. All right, well, this has been really illuminating. I can't believe how much we've learned today. Um, and again, Jan, happy birthday.
1: Thank you so, so much. I, I
0: hope it's been a, a good one for you. And I hope yeah. that this having to talk about hard ticket to Hawaii hasn't ruined it. It was the highlight
1: of my day, <laughs> thank you.
0: It oh, that gives me a warm feeling in my in the in, the, in my heart. Um, so, folks, thanks for tuning in. Uh, check us out um, next week. We'll be posting another uh, brand new episode of Cinema of um, It will be a fun surprise for you to find out what we will watch, and a fun surprise for you, no doubt, as well, Jan.
1: Yeah, yeah. Look forward to it. Uh, I really like talking about these kind of
0: movies. So. Same, same. It's a it's a good fodder.
1: I, I rarely I rarely get to like if I. Uh, Monday morning I can always try to start a conversation about this with my colleagues, but they'll just, uh,
0: you know, file this. a complaint. You know, you could send them, uh, maybe start sending them links to cinema mm-hmm. or cinema or biropod. Um, sorry. It's a uh, biropod also has it, or, you know, uh, soundcloud.com slash biropod also has it. So you could send them links to all those things and they'll be ready to go because they'll have watched it. Um, for Monday morning and I think everybody at listening to this should do that too just send it to your colleagues to s- sort of safer work I guess not really yeah I agree <laughs> all right uh cool all right well uh till next time guys Bye. bye